Do you want me to go first, Max? Sure. Okay, give is at the top mm. for sure. There's you can't get anything if I you don't give. There. You have to. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like every meeting I ever have with anybody, I always end the meeting. So how can I help you? Mm. Like, what can I do to help you today or with what you're working on? And then I always just brainstorm and think through what it is they're working on and what I have with it. Whether it's just one introduction or just something, I always give first if I can. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning back into the podcast. I want to give this a really quick introduction, then I want to dive right into the show because this is a, one of my Throwback Thursday episodes. I did this episode last March uh, at the House of Pod. It's a, a podcasting community slash production house out of Denver. Man, it's super nice setup. It's not that it's like this crazy posh place, but it's a place that has a lot of great character. And the owner, Kat, uh, Kat Joffrey, man, she's awesome. And she's really deep into the whole podcasting world. So if you're, if you're in Denver and if you're looking for a good place to go record an episode or you just need to check out some, you know, really cool podcasts, I highly recommend that you reach out to the House of Pod. Those guys are awesome. I've done a couple shows there since. And whenever I'm in town, I try to record there. So anyway, um, quick plug for those guys because I think they're great. And, you know, you just heard a quick clip from, from Kat Joffrey where she was talking about how she believes in, in really giving. And we touched a little bit on, on, on her grit. But this episode is going to be more so about just how, you know, podcasting is really this media that really moves with you. And, you know, things that people don't realize and that's happening with these smart speakers and, 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 and all this other type of audio adoption that's, that, that's happening around us is that these things are catching on faster than the iPhone did. And I think people are really beginning to understand the convenience factor that happens with audio. That's just, it's, it's real. I mean, and, and so what we're up to at Sales Culture, obviously, is to help employers build up their own brands internally and externally. Um, and this is just one honest way that you can have your employers and your employees, I should say, share their honest stories about their experience working with you guys. And I think there's no better way. I mean, you want to talk about attract, attracting top talent. I mean, just be honest about what's happening on a day to day. If you have a great work environment, you can share those things. Right. And so I think there's a lot of things that are going to be happening the the branding uh, play from employers that they want to try to draw people is going to go way beyond having a cool foosball table or passing out, you know, happy hours, um, <laughs> you know, every Thursday and giving away, and giving away free drinks. Um, that stuff is cool, too. But I think the real nuts and bolts are people want to do meaningful work and they want to do it with good people. And so if you can share those stories and you have good people on your team, why not podcast? That's my that's my that's my own pitch for my own <laughs> for my own plug. With that, I'm done. I want to thank you guys for always tuning in. Please subscribe so you can stay tuned into the latest and greatest of things that we're up to. Um, and if you're in LA on June 12th and June 13th, please come on out to the Digi Mark Con event. I'll be hosting the podcasting piece there, interviewing people around there. If you're going, please reach out to me. Let me know. Drop me a line on LinkedIn. I'm primarily playing on LinkedIn these days. So I'm at Joe Lemon. Uh, Joe Alex Lemon is my LinkedIn URL handle. Uh, you can find me there or you can find me at Joe Alex Lemon at whatever social media platform that you use. And I'll, I'll check in on my Twitter and my Instagram at whenever I can. And hopefully I'll catch your message there. So with that said, guys, sit back and enjoy this episode with Kat Joffrey and our good friend Max at the House of Pod. It is cool. Yeah, that's better. 
Um, yeah, it is cool. Uh, so animals here, I think also just being in Colorado, you can be so close to nature. And so it's, it's my personality. That's who I am. There's like a lot of decisions that you make as you get older about the life you're going to lead. Mm. And I know for me, I had a much older father. He was born in 1925. Wow. So he loved telling stories a lot like Kyle. And so I knew I always wanted to be working with stories. And then for my personal life, it, their animals are a must. It's like how I get through everything. So Beautiful. So, <laughs> so that's a perfect lead-in. So let's talk about what the House of Pod is really up to. I mean, yeah. like, why did you say podcasting community? Like, what was that about? <laughs> um, well, it's funny, actually, to have Max here because he, as I mentioned, we um, reconnected about three years ago and he witnessed me through this whole time just obsessed with podcasts, mm. always talking about podcasts, wanting to make podcasts. Listening w- to them constantly. Listening to them constantly. You become addicted to this stuff. I you mean, do. Yeah. yeah. And the biggest thing that I was experiencing is all the places I was trying to, or all the places I was working at at the time, I kept trying to bring in a podcast mm. and nobody wanted it. They didn't think it was a priority compared to the other work that I should be doing. Mm. And um, more and more, I was like, I'm going to leave this. I was I'm in marketing. Yeah. And I had decided I'm going to leave marketing and I'm going into podcasting full time. And so I enrolled in a podcasting course and I went and it was amazing. And I had this incredible experience and I left and um, I was waving goodbye to my teacher and these tears started rolling down my face and they didn't stop for two days. Like no matter wow. what I did, I just could not stop crying. I was eating um, at a hotel bar because I had to go fly for to Ireland for work. Mm. And I was working through the night to get everything done for the project I was joining. And as I was working on something totally different, nothing to do with radio anymore, I said my goodbyes. There's just a constant run of tears. Like, how, how could I leave this behind? And I think that's because as I was doing this, it occurred to me how lonely podcasting was. It's like they were setting you up for this lifetime of like isolation. Yes, you get to talk to people when you're doing an interview, but the editing, the feedback as you're developing your idea, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure out if something is good or not, the concept, doing your research, everything outside of the interview is so lonely and it's this social collaborative thing, but it's not at all. You're like talking in your closet where there's good sound and insulation <laughs> or underneath, a, you know, a sheet yeah. and you're sweating and you're like, why am I doing this? And is anyone even listening? Right. And it just, it seemed like this was this booming, booming industry without community spaces to listen to podcasts together, to get feedback, to collaborate, to come together around shows and good ideas. It seemed like like we were missing something. There was a hole. And so pretty much within a week of finishing this course, I made a declaration to myself and the people in the course and anyone that would listen that by the end of the summer, I was quitting my job for good. I was starting something called House of Pod, and it's a podcasting co-working space production company and education center to build communities in places where there aren't around audio and podcasting in a formal way. So like on the coasts, more like in New York, maybe a little in LA, definitely in San Francisco, there are, there's, there are a little bit more established communities around podcasting and radio to some extent. Mm-hmm. Out here in Colorado, it's pretty slim and even Denver is like a pretty big hub. I can imagine other locations where you would really feel quite isolated. And so my goal was to start here in Denver and then spread the model to other cities around the country that have house of pods. 
Man, that is that is that is so true. Podcasting can be lonely. So I'm, I've been doing podcasts now for about uh, eight months, mm-hmm. and and I meet a ton of people. But yeah. it's like on me to make sure that we build a relationship. I like that shit, so that's what I do anyway. You know, <laughs> so I will I will form some other ways that we can have dinner, coffee, whatever. And um, but as far as like just doing the podcasting itself in itself, man, you're in a cave. Yeah. A lot of times. And so it's so cool that uh, you're going to bring people together now so people can really do it as like a group. And even in some of these larger cities like L.A., New York, I mean, um, if you guys go out there, what's interesting about those cities is that they seem like they really should be the place where everybody meets up and everybody huddles up. But more people just means sometimes more people just go off in more isolation. Scattered. More <laughs> anonymity. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so um, that's nice that it's starting in, well, you guys are kicking this off in like Denver. Yeah, and and I have to say the community here is fantastic. Mm. Like just as an example, we held a woman in podcasting panel on like a random Tuesday with four days notice and 150 people showed up. It was fantastic. And the pop-up space where we held it is this weird, very cool DIY space called Deer Pile where there's literally images of deers humping each other (laughs) behind you as you're performing. And Have you been there, Max? No. <laughs> I almost didn't believe it. I'm like, has somebody else seen this? <laughs> yeah, it's dear vile. Wow. Um, but we were told that we had the biggest audience ever for that space. And the only one that came close to us is when Dave Chappelle held a pop-up show. Wow. Yeah. And, and the staff and everybody came up to occupy that. So the fact that people turn up and turn out for things here in Denver is pretty fantastic. And I know that that's not a luxury that other places have, but because we have a tight knit community and because people are really excited about this, mm-hmm. like they show up like in two weeks, we have, um, we have an audio scavenger hunt happening here at House of Pod where we're sending everybody out to find smells, not smells, I'm sorry, sounds, but of, of other things. So it's like, find something smelly, find something wow. um, young, find something old. And we're capturing the sounds on people's iPhones or smartphones or recorders or whatever they have. And then we're layering everything together in an oh, evening man. activity. And we've already gotten so many people who have RSVP'd and for this like weird audio event <laughs> on a random sense. Tuesday night. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. I mean, I, I mean, you, you, I mean. So what's so cool about growing in audio, at least from what I've seen, mm-hmm. is that um, man, you could once you start linking up with people, especially you know, um, you know, online basically, and you have this audio experience with them. You guys feel more connected than as if we just liked each other on like Instagram. Totally. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. like, yeah, you may tune into a couple of YouTube videos or whatnot, and and that's cool. So you might feel like you know me and my wife, whatever. But it's not the same, or it's a different level of engagement. It is. So, so what's some? I mean, those are some really cool tactics to really help get the word out. Um, are you guys doing anything else? Do you, I mean, are, are there any other major yeah. major activities that are going on? We have some. So we we offer free classes and workshops every Tuesday night. Super smart. Right now. So yep. we have like a podcasting 101. Mm-hmm. We have a podcasting residency. So um, this is for people to apply. They get two months free membership. And in exchange, they teach alongside us at the classes, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Um, we have our membership program, which is essentially like the back door to be able to come in and use the space unlimited. And then we everything else we we do by the minute. So you can rent the studio, and it's a dollar a minute. Oh, it's easy. Mm-hmm. And for that, we just ask for people to do it um, on appointment basis. And so that's kind of our business model. And then on our production company, I can't tell you yet, but we have signed. Yeah, I heard something. That was me, yeah, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's like so quiet. It's, but it's you know, There was actually a time, where, I'll get back to it, but there was a moment where all of our cell phones, whenever 
someone would come in and their cell phone wasn't on airplane mode, mm-hmm. you would hear them crackle in the mics. Oh, really? And we were like, this is so weird. Um, but yeah, we, we can't announce formally, but currently we're working on developing the branded podcast for two digital magazines. Wow. Which is pretty dope. That and is super dope. Yeah, we've got some other projects in the wings. So soon, House of Pod will be pumping out all kinds of um, original podcast series and branded podcast series. We have a lot happening. So, all right, <laughs> you know, I know you got to run at like one o'clock. I want to oh, yeah. totally respect that. Um, <laughs> but, but, but you know, um, I got three, three more questions. They'll be quick sure. too. First one for each of you guys. What's your favorite podcast right now? <laughs> That's so bad, right? Because yeah, everybody who's with you, everybody comes in here. Like, no, we do that like every for every meeting. I'm just okay. laughing because I have subjected Max to so many podcasts, but I don't know if he actually She's has force a favorite. Feeding you, like, just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> favorite one depending on the day. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think your favorite is is Two Dope Queens. Ah, uh, <laughs> I made him listen to so much Two Dope Queens. Two I love Two Dope Queens. Solid though. They are. They're amazing. They're solid. Man. Like ah, oh, I oh, it just doesn't. Get old like there's what they do like I think they've done more for women in comedy mm-hmm. and women of color mm-hmm. and people of color mm-hmm. than like for sure I mean bless Tina Fey and Amy Poehler like they're great individual comics but these women as they rise they bring everybody with them they're just leveling up the whole they show they level it up and they mm-hmm. show how cool it is and uh, they just make they make things that people like it was so there were so many barriers mm-hmm. and they just make it a little bit easier for others and that is like if I could do just a, a fraction of what yeah, they've done yeah, yeah, yeah. for other people, like I will be, I will be very satisfied with my life. I get where you're going already with this. I know. I think I you're did. on the right track. Yeah, I love Tudor Queens. <laughs> yeah, you are though. I was gonna say I was gonna say the daily because I think it's really fine Daily's recording. Daily's good too. Yeah, I like the daily. Yeah. I, I like I viscerally love Two Dope Queens. Man, you know. There's just something about comics and like and like podcasting. Those guys get. A, I feel like they have know, a lake up. After it, I'm like, man, you guys. This is your space. This is <laughs> this is your world. It's almost like a mime in like doing <laughs> movies, right? You know what I mean? It's like I mean, it's the thing that there. what what people want to hear <laughs> yeah, in yeah. entertainment, the audio entertainment. We've got comedy. It's mm-hmm. escapism a little bit. Get yeah. Out of there. Exactly. Okay, but my thing about Tudo Queens is not even the comedy is necessarily that good. It's yeah. like I mean, it's great. It's it's comedy. Comedy is comedy, but, but it's, it's like conscious comedy too. It's though. conscious comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like what they have done for others. Mm-hmm. That's well, it's a lighthearted approach, which is really nice. Yeah, I mean, even some of the stuff though, like if you, uh, like there are there are things I listen to, and I'm like, ooh, you go, like it's so good. They yeah. just like get after it, and they go into taboo topics all the time that aren't necessarily lighthearted, but I think they do it with a certain grace. I mean, that makes it more approachable. It does make it more approachable. But okay, not to say, like, I also, I mean, I love, like, I mean, the call I have afterwards is with the team from Pantsuit Politics. I think they're doing crazy good work. And, like, same goes for, you know, like, the call. I love her. She does amazing work. Mm. Like, we have some really amazing people who are rising in podcasting that are their icons to me. And even locally here in Denver, like, um, I'm thinking of the Colors podcast and Changing Denver is really good. The Denver Orbit. Like, we have some really amazing people and amazing issues that, that people aren't shying away from. And they're, t- they're tackling head on, not even with comedy. Wow. They're just doing it with great art. And that is so cool. So, yeah, I love I have so many podcasts. <laughs> How many, though? Are you, like, 50-plus, like, on your on your iTunes? Is it, is it, are we doing that? I don't listen I mean, because to iTunes I got like, anymore. Oh, really? Oh, I Stitcher or what? Jumped what are we doing? that boat overcast. 
Overcast. So you just kind of get the over the, the Pocket Cast. No, I just iTunes did not work for me. The whole constant <laughs> flow is coming through then with, with Overcast, right? I like. Okay, so we've got, got prob- probably seventy five that I regularly listen to. That's legit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you gonna like you know put like oh, two dope queens in there as well as your number one, Max? Sure. Cat <laughs> <laughs> just gave him this look like. <laughs> Is there anything else, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did give him that look. It, 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 he has a little bit of PTSD because there was one time we were driving through Japan and the only thing I had on my phone was Two Dope Queens and I made him listen to Two Dope Queens Jeez. back to back to back to back to back. Through a snowstorm. Through snowstorms. Attaboy. He's driving. and Super slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is the only thing we can listen to right now Respect. and I'm loving it. So. Respect that. All right, question number two Yeah. for both of you guys. Mm. Where do you see this whole audio movement going? Mm-hmm. Let me get like a five to, you know, five to seven year outlook. Just where you th- how do you think it's going to impact people? I just think people are going to keep growing and growing the audience base of how many people are listening to this sort of information because it's a lot easier now that we're moving more in the direction of being multitaskers and constantly doing different things and having all of this information accessible in our pockets, mm-hmm. it's nice to just kind of sit back and listen sometimes. Yeah. And I think more people are going to gravitate towards that. It's, we have so much visual stimulation around us all the time mm-hmm. that we can like tune out and listen to a few voices giving us a rundown of something that we're interested in. I think more and more people are going to get into that. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could totally feel you on that. I, I mean, at times I get, I have trouble watching shows back to back on TV because it's overstim, I'm overstimulated. Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, I think for me, I mean, looking at how much I already dictate, like every text message, I have not typed a te- text message since that functionality has been introduced. So we already know that I am a pathological voice texter. Um, if I could, I'd voice text all my emails and dictate them. I don't, but I, I would. Yeah. Smart speakers are just the rage. In fact, the, um, the adoption of smart speakers, speakers in home is happening at a quicker rate than the adoption of the original iPhone mm. as that technology. And so we're starting to just see this step back from technology in the conventional sense of I'm sitting and behind a computer or a television screen and consuming things to media. Oh, that might that was me. Media that that moves with us. Um, mm. And so media that moves with us. I like that. Can you, do you mind just going in deeper? Yeah, I mean, the way that I think about and the, the phrase I use is media that moves with us is it's. Media you can consume standing up at a blue-collar job if you are illiterate, if you are, you know, trying to learn another language, or if you are old, if you are young, if you are... Oh, sorry, that I should turn off. It adds so much flavor to the podcast, though. I mean, <laughs> That's my meeting invite for... We have 10 minutes. Right. Um, but, yeah, speaking of technology that moves with us. So, <laughs> in, in any case, it, you know, I just see that everything is going to be moving that direction, not necessarily podcasting. But if you even look at sound and, and just our five senses, the very first thing that you experience when you're born, you can see maybe 12 inches in front of you, but you hear. And I've unfortunately been with a number of people as they are passing away. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you right now, the last thing that goes is sound. So if that's the first thing you get is hearing, and the last thing that leaves you is hearing, I think that this is something that is incredibly undertapped and underplayed, and it's why I'm throwing all of my dice on audio in some fashion, because I, I truly think it's undertapped and it's going to keep going in, 
in many ways, not just podcasting. I think like virtual reality for your ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. I mean, you know, I had, I had no clue about that, uh, about that sound fact there as far as coming and going. That's what, that's what we have. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I, obviously I, I'm a huge believer in sound. It's one of the reasons why I got into podcasting because I don't see how we're not going to live without it. Yeah. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, why would I turn this off? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, why would I not use a, yeah. you know, Echo, Alexa, whatever, to kind of order some stuff where it makes my life easier. Yeah. 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 Growing up, my grandpa was deaf. He Mm. had lost his hearing in World War II. I had a lot of really wonderful old people from my youth and early adulthood. And our best conversations were always about sound. There's nothing like talking to a deaf deaf, deaf man about what it's like to hear. And those things always stuck with me. It was like, I got to take advantage of this and build more things for ears. I feel like there should be a mentor program for people that are between 15 to about 25, mm-hmm. they should all be connected with somebody that's 70 plus. Oh, yeah. I mean, because Definitely. the amount of, the amount of like just pure wisdom mm-hmm. that I feel like a 70 plus year old person, I mean, I see my parents now, they're getting into their 70s and it's like, like how you can, you know, really relate like real tactical, practical day-to-day life mm-hmm. that's like deep though so and makes sense. I'm going to give you a little yeah. preview secret. One of the podcasts we're working on is oh. with senior citizens. And oh, it's- man. Baller. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. What's the name of it? Do you mind going to go Cannot to, tell you. Absolutely respect but, that. But, yeah. but the title is so good. Keep me in the loop <laughs> as this comes out. I'm looking for that. I will. I mean, and, and, and I don't, yeah, you would think that um, with podcasting that it's going to open a door mm-hmm. for senior citizens because they have more time. They were the original radio listeners. Yeah. They were. This, this, this is their thing, really. This exactly. is their, We are just interlopers. Yeah. We're just coming back full circle trying to jack them from what they were doing back in the yeah. 30s and 40s. That's so true, though. Yeah. Now we respect it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, so you're like, now we give it love. Yeah. You're like, Grandpa, have you heard of this thing called podcast? <laughs> so you mean radio? Yeah. Yeah. You mean audio movies? And so that's it. That's a wrap, guys. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Sales Culture Podcast. If you want to hear the full episode that i did with her last year her and max that is go check out the real value exchange it's there it's twice as long but i feel like i just tried to boil this down to give you guys some tangible takeaways that are more business relevant but we tap into you know how aspen's come along and the evolution of denver and a lot of other topics there so it was a really fun conversation and if you're in if you're in denver highly recommend that you check them out and go to the brand new website i've I've updated things a lot because i'm gearing it more towards the employee branding component for salesculture.work we'll love to get your thoughts and see if it's if it makes sense of what i'm up to right so i'm trying things out i want to give you guys the the whole behind the scenes you know evolution as i'm building up this agency and so we'd love to get your feedback on that and with that said guys thank you so much for tuning in to the sales culture as always and until next time you guys be phenomenal Struggling to connect with buyers in an overcrowded, noisy sales landscape? Today's buyers want more than a spray and pray email blast. Launch a podcast and collaborate on content with people that matter most in your industry. Learn more at salesculture.work.